0: Hello, and welcome to Not For Nothing, reporting live from Iowa with the caucus results. It's a a tight race. We have them here first. Nobody knew, but they gave them to us. They thought, oh, CNBC will get them. No, no, no. Oh, Fox Sports will get them. No, no, no. We've got them Not here. Not for nothing. Not We've for nothing. Them. But you got to wait till the end to hear them. Yep. So first, let's talk about something far more important, Chris. Mm.
1: How oh
0: How about a by game the way, that this is played Chris. a week ago? I don't do Should we talk about the Super Bowl?
1: Nah, I don't think so.
0: I mean, here's what's happening here. I'll give you the quick rundown if you want. <laughs> I want to bet because I placed a bet. I put 50, a 50 spot on the Kansas City Chiefs back in September. Mm-hmm like a wise acre, uh, which probably at the end of the day made all of my hedges and prop bets. Even out. Even out. (laughs) I think I made, I I did the math. I made like $42. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, if I would have just laid that bet, fucking walked away, I would have had money, Mm -hmm. but instead I just dicked it all away. The only two prop bets I won was I got a push. I got half of a bet. Because I bet San Francisco and the under at halftime, and it was tied. So DraftKings was nice enough to give me half oh. of my money on right, that. Okay,
1: all right,
0: that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither of your quarterback overs came true. Nope. Although, man, there had was plenty of chance for it. Mm. If that kittle, if that kittle catch is not considered a pass interference, and that weird last throw that fucking the Mahomes did, uh, which went out of bounds, but had, he had a wide open receiver. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh that that was a uh those would have pushed those overs over um on the passing yards. Didn't yep. get it. Yeah, yep. uh I got so the my big winner of the day. Do you wanna guess?
1: Uh the coin toss? Coin toss! Yes! I told you man, yeah! three thirty coin Boom. toss and
0: the Super Bowl winner. Yep. That's right. The coin Boom. toss winner was the Super Bowl winner, and that was plus three thirty. And I told y'all to take it
1: and you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Told you lots of things to take. <laughs> right. Hopefully you exactly. did it. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't take any of them. My, I Chris, went. I think I went four and eight on my uh, prop bets.
0: Which prop bets were those?
1: Uh, well, basically, if anything with the Damian Williams or Tyreek Hill was paying off right. for me, so it was like the longest reception, Damian Williams like over total like rushing and receiving, uh, rece- Damian Williams receive uh, reception. Damian
0: Williams, if Damian Williams was the MVP. Just, just gets over that the goal line and and stays. Because he had that, he yeah, had a chance. One. Yeah, yep. That first, he had three the, touchdowns in this well, game. He had, yeah, he yeah. had a, he 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 misplayed a reception for a touchdown. Right, e-
1: there was one where
0: Mahomes Mahomes threw it to him and he like lost it, like he lost the ball, and then and was like he like turned and looked for the ball and it was it was just, he just wasn't in the right place and couldn't find the ball. That should have been a touchdown, and then he came up short, like about a foot short of the goal line on another one. He could have had three touchdowns in this game. Definitely two. Uh, But thank God he did come short of that goal line because he did end up actually being under a yard. They're set up for an under a yard and a half touchdown, which was one of our prop picks.
1: Oh, right. Right. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that one too. That was, it, yeah. was
0: it, it wasn't a penalty. It was a, uh, it was, yeah, that was the, the under one and a half. So Peter, the intern was correct, mm-hmm. sir, mm-hmm. on that and the Mahomes under the under 30 yards rushing because he kneeled a bunch of times. Oh
1: my God. That one's incredible. Yeah. I, I heard that some, uh, uh, not bookies, but, um, gambling sites in or, uh, you know, Vegas sports books or whatever, uh, actually on, end up honoring that, uh, bet, Really, because of the technicality of it and stuff. So, which was I thought was that I nice that. actually. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I yeah. guess. I
0: mean, right. sure. Yeah, it's it's weird how it sort of points the finger back to that like weird like bachelor bet where they're not getting their million dollar oh, payout right, for their right. for their well draft. they
1: cheated so, but they didn't. Well, the thing is like the a, system, Chris. They that gave is a system. form of cheating. I mean,
0: I, my my point is just that like it's. It's up to the site totally. and it's up to the Absolutely. casino what their rules are yeah. at any given moment. Yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. realize that that like 100%. even though you think you might have won, mm-hmm. it's yeah. really their call. Yeah, and that's crazy, but that's how it works.
1: Chris, so uh, let me let me push forward here now then because it's something you said right away is that you the early bet on the Kansas City, right? Yeah. So I my question now is is. And I don't think odds come out for Super Bowl – or no, maybe that's MVP. Oh, they're out. I think it's out. MVP, they're yeah, Super Bowl. So do you have any teams now that you're feeling already at this point that you should be betting on?
0: I didn't – so nothing nothing grabbed me. Um, I mean, it, look, it was pretty even, Steven. Honestly, the Steelers are probably the best bet for a team because they're, mm. they're, they could improve. Mm-hmm. They play, I think, this season instead of playing a difficult season – are a difficult division. I think they play like, I think they play Houston, uh, Titans, whatever that division is called, the AFC
1: South.
0: Yeah. So they have they play the AFC South, um, which gives which give favors them. Plus they get to play Cincinnati and Cleveland twice. So I I don't know. I feel like Steelers at plus one thousand I believe mm. might be a worthwhile mm-hmm. early bet. Mm-hmm. But I don't really love. I mean they they really favor they're really favoring the Ravens, Kansas City. Yeah. And I think those are both probably the teams that are going to win the Super Bowl.
1: Okay, All one, right.
0: not not together. They don't have to share. Right. One, I think, but one of them
1: will. <laughs> sure. Okay. Here's here's my theory on this. Is uh, try to predict where because this is the off season of the, cor- or the free agent quarterback, basically, right? Yeah. So you got Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, Jameis Winston, and, uh, whoever else you want to throw in that mix. Try to predict where one of those guys might go and see if that will put one of these teams over the top.
0: Yeah, I. that's a good way to do it. If I was going to do that, though, I think I would go a longer odd. I think I would take, like, the Cardinals.
1: Right. Oh, right. Kyler
0: Kyler Murray could end up having, like, his breakout, you know, his Lamar Jackson, his year, Mm -hmm. and and suddenly they're – like, I might take them just as, like, the conference champions, like, to win the NFC. Okay. Because I bet you those odds are pretty long. I'm not looking at them right now. I know that Arizona's the over plus
1: plus sixty six hundred.
0: Yeah, so to win or, the conference?
1: No, to win the Super Bowl. Oh,
0: yeah. I wonder. I I probably wouldn't take them so to win the Super plus Bowl. Plus nine
1: thousand I mean, on Bavada apparently too, but
0: that I mean that feels like that's the kind of bet you bet mm-hmm. now if you want to yeah. like try to make some long odd money and sit on your on right. your bet. I also think that what you can do is sort of follow trends in the over unders because those came out yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, and you could see things like they're. I think they they're giving the Patriots like 10 wins, which means Vegas thinks that Brady's going to stay in,
1: yeah.
0: in new England. Right. And if Vegas is, so then bet that, mm-hmm. bet that, bet yep. that Brady stays yep. because what they're pointing at you to, they're basically showing one bet to point you in the direction of another bet that, if mm-hmm. that makes any yeah, sense at all.
1: Totally. Absolutely.
0: So I'm falling at least. So, and I also, I think right now, like betting the unders is probably, cause there's going to be a lot of early season overreaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, and I, I mean, I'd bet, San Francisco under. I bet I bet a couple of teams under and Definitely. and just I, agree
1: with you, I would Francisco.
0: I would I don't think there's a lot of good Super Bowl prediction odds right now. Okay. That's what I am getting. At.
1: Here's let me throw a couple out for you. And and I'll okay. I'll, I'll kind of skip maybe like so LA Chargers depending on a quarterback, right? They could maybe kind of jump around and and you know they've got you know they seem to always have a pretty talented team, right? So maybe like a different yeah. quarterback, yeah. I don't know if it's Brady or someone else. Maybe kind of puts them over the top a little bit.
0: Do you think that if they had a home field, they would be a better team?
1: I think they might a little bit or a little better. That's a one. That's a a one.
0: Yeah, that's sort of what I mean. I mean, I guess home field advantage was a a bad bet this year. So Mm -hmm. maybe that's just not something that's that important. But there there were players talking about how they hated fucking playing at home.
1: Yeah. So they're supposed to move, move into the new stadium, I think, this season even though they're they're sharing it for the Rams, but at least it's a big football stadium. They could, I don't know. Like it's, it's one of the reasons why I could see like Tom Brady or they, they would want to sign Tom Brady then is to sort of build that fan base with a big name going into this new brand new stadium. Right. It's, it's it's more marketing than football technically, you know,
0: I heard a crazy hot take. Um, and I wish I had, I could give the, uh, I don't know exactly where I heard it, but I heard Brady to the Jags because Jags are trying to market them. They're, they're doing an, I think an extra or, one or two, two Wembley games, in, games
1: and two games. In, so in they're London. clearly,
0: they're clearly pivoting to, mm-hmm. to London mm-hmm. and they don't have a face of their team. Like if they came to London with Brady for four games, that Brady'd mm-hmm. be fucking international. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it will never happen, but it was, a, I thought it was a pretty fun take.
1: I, you know what? Listen, and I texted you, I think this weeks ago, even a month ago, potentially about looking at the odds for Brady, because at that point in time, the Raiders were like fifth or sixth, I think. Right. And I wanted yeah. to talk about this because the Raiders were on. Because that's another one that's like you go to Vegas. Uh, Tom Brady, Gruden loves his his old quarterbacks. He doesn't like Car yeah. or whatever. Like, there's a lot of marketability there as well, kind of thing. So and there's
0: a good there's a good running back.
1: There's a good running back. There's a good team. They, there's a good offensive line. There's there's a probably maybe a, a kind of a, a growing defense potentially. He they can get some more maybe wide receiver weapons. Fuck, for if him. AB
0: would have just fucking kept his head on and mm. stayed for one fucking season, they'd have the team that fucking Brady wanted.
1: Right. They might still, like, they could get one one or two more wide receivers. They got a good uh, tight end. Like, they've got, like, they, they, so now, but now all of a sudden in this last week, now Brady to the Raiders has picked up steam, and now they're the odds on favorite, I think, in most places.
0: Chris, is it a good-looking tight end?
1: It's a great-looking tight end. It's might, Yo, be, the Troy, best. It might Troy be the
0: best. Hickman, Hickman <laughs> in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Said that those are some good-looking tight ends. He was right.
1: He was right. And a right.
0: it, it baby <laughs> laugh so hard. It was I my favorite I think he does part. like
1: it, but he's sort of biased. I think he likes a nice white tight end, though, so.
0: Well, no, it's not true, because he said it during the halftime. He was actually talking about JLo lo and Shakira.
1: <laughs> but, oh, however, God. I kind of like the Jaguars as a dad joke. Brady one. You like the what? I like the Jaguars as a, as a dark horse, Tom Brady destination.
0: It seems like, I I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, we, we've talked about Tampa and I think that, I think that the Tampa thing, Arians kind of Arians said, has has made no indication that he's going back to Jameis. Yeah. And honestly, I think Jameis, I think, what if Jameis ended up in fucking San Diego? Like, would they improve? Who fucking Uh, knows?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh,
0: whatever we're playing a guessing game i i think right now like the, the there's not a really good safe nfl bet i do know one bet that you should never take okay. is the is the will will they retire after the super bowl and i meant to mention this during our super bowl oh. special if you will uh players never retire within 10 days of the super bowl and that's the amount of time that all these sites give you so last year when i bet Gronk to retire after the super bowl i thought i had won but they were like oh no he had he had to do it within ten days of the Super Bowl, and he—he he, everyone <laughs> takes their time. Yeah. So that's a fucking sucker's bet. Don't ever, ever take that. No, no. one ever retires no. immediately after no. a game.
1: Overreaction. Yeah. There's no overreactions. like don't think that it, it, no. the game means never happen. Yeah. No, yep. No. Um. By the way, Tampa, another uh potential. They're plus five thousand at least uh in some sites, to win the Super Bowl. Like if they get the right <laughs> quarterback, it's a nice long shot dark horse.
0: I mean, that's the, that's the fit. I mean, you're right. Like that's a fit. It's you've got Arians who also likes old quarterbacks. You've got two great fucking receivers, a good running back, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: a, and a, and a startup defense and it's warm and it's a fucking state that doesn't have state taxes. Like yep. if that's, if that's where Brady goes, then you got a chance. Right. I, do, I totally believe that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I th- I think what we're overlooking though, is that Brady kind of sucked. He had like. Yeah. He, had gl- he yeah. looked like 2016 they, Eli last year. They
1: blamed year. it a lot on like his surrounding talent and stuff, but that doesn't mean he wasn't good himself. Like everyone No, he was no he was, was bad. He was bad. Time. Right. He
0: also folded in the biggest possible s- scenario and basically handed Casey a fucking but, championship. Right.
1: It's so, okay. So and I'm I'm mad about this because at, at during the Super Bowl or right after the Super Bowl, I immediately thought, what if Tom Brady goes home to San Francisco and they can get rid, rid of Jimmy Garoppolo because they can actually Cut That'd be so him, dope. They can cut him and and like basically wipe away his whole contract and only pay him like four million dollars.
0: Then fucking New England, they, New England could have him back because that's who fucking
1: Yeah, right? Belichick and then all of a sudden, wants. like the next day, like the ESPN and all these news outlets was all over this story. So I thought I was gonna scoop this whole story about Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers and top rating. And it turns out everybody else like all picked up on it pretty quickly and stuff too. So I'm mad about that.
0: But speaking of speaking of picking up on things, um, I and I texted you this during the Super Bowl. It was not hard to pick up the Jimmy Jimmy Garofalo <laughs> was was not that good. And I mean, we talked about it all season. And I know you have a harder Jimmy hard on than I do, but I don't have he a, just I don't have he a like, I I don't think he played like that bad. He's just not as good he as Patrick okay, Mahomes. But, they, they,
1: but they, I I it, it's I don't clean. think
0: you can get too butt hurt about him when he has like do like he just couldn't handle the blitz late in the game.
1: Yeah, and when they it, play, guys. They put the Bull ball rushing in his, his hands ass. to make him make plays and make throws. He folded. Like it, the yep. first three quarters, he was really good because he didn't have to do too much. Yep. Right. And like, and I mean, he was Mahomes, missing. He
0: was missing a lot of wide open receivers, but he was hitting checkdowns instead, so it didn't really matter. Yeah.
1: And and Mahomes threw what fifty? I think fifty attempts in the game. Jimmy threw. 30 or something like that, 40 or something like that. So like he he only threw a lot more in the end in the fourth quarter, where he really started throwing a lot more and stuff. It's like I charted the whole thing out and I had stats and I was like, I don't want to get into it because it's too heavy and too much. But this narrative that I've heard this a few people say this or try to push this story is that Jimmy Garoppolo outplayed Mahomes for three or for three quarters. I have heard that. And I was like, that is complete fallacy and bullshit. Like he he did outplay but the first quarter, their stats were pretty much even and Mahomes had a touchdown. In the second quarter, Uh, There was, um, I think Garoppolo ended up throwing an interception in that one. So it's like the the stats were pretty even, I think, at least for the first half. I mean, Mahomes
0: played the worst game I've seen him play. Since he, like, and maybe. But his was, worst game uh, is average. Go-
1: it was an average game, which is exactly. what, Gar- exactly. what Garoppolo played and stuff. What I, what I might give them in reference to is the third quarter, and Mahomes looked really bad in the third quarter, and the stats sort of backed
0: that up. interception was pretty nuts. Right. Both and, of and, them. And, and
1: Garoppolo didn't, he just sort of stayed the same, like, for three quarters. Like, Mahomes, I think, was a little, was a little more up- But whatever. Anyway, we're talking way too much about a game that happened six days ago, and we shouldn't be talking about this anymore. So let's move on to something far more important, Chris.
0: Oh, please, please tell me it involves uh, a McMahon or two. It's the
1: return of the XFL.
0: I feel like it's the best day ever. I, first (laughs) of all, I want to say that the week opens or the season opens this weekend. We'll be together. Mm. So I'm going to have it streaming all day on my phone. (laughs) Both, both. It opens with Seattle, your team. I'm sure you're a Dragons guy.
1: Dragons.
0: Right. I think there's a lot that, I mean, this is, this is the betters league. Like this is the league. Like this is right now is the time to start betting on the the, XFL because it's great. It's the junkies league. It's, it's 100% true. There's a promo out right now. It's like the league. It's the 10 minute league promo spot with like its own rap. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Mm. It's a rap. And it talks about within 40 seconds, talks about fantasy and betting. They just say betting straight up. Like this is, the XFL is gambling on legalization of sports gambling throughout the world or throughout the country. Like they are, they are the XFL is gambling on you being able to gamble. And I love it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just don't like, I don't, you just don't what you just just, don't
0: love gambling on, on players you've never heard of. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well then Chris, I've got, I've got a fix for you. Okay. Bet on the coaches. Because here's your list of coaches. You ready for this? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dallas Renegades, Bob Stoops. Mm-hmm. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Haven't heard that name in a while. Yep. Houston Roughnecks get Honolulu zone, June Jones. They're already an early season favorite, I think, because A, people in Houston love football, and B, June Jones is an exciting coach, potentially, mm-hmm. for this league. Mm-hmm. Winston Moss, who I've never heard of. Seattle, who I, do you know who Seattle's coach is? Please tell me you do already.
1: Oh, uh, is it Jim Zorn? It's Jim Zorn, yeah, yeah, the, the pride of the mm, Seahawks.
0: Jim yep. Zorn will be head coach. My
1: favorite coach uh, of all time.
0: Then you've got, I mean, I don't. Uh, if you go into the Eastern Conference, it's a bunch of no names. There's only one name worth paying attention to, and that is two-time Super Bowl winner Kevin Gilbride is coaching <laughs> the New York Guardians. So, Chris, given that information, yeah. I am fucking ecstatic. I'm already looking at game lines You're here. You're
1: losing so much money
0: this weekend? For this week. I but yeah, dude. I'm so excited. Uh I right, so here's here's Chris's picks based on nothing. Do you want do you want the yes. Actually, yeah. let's each let's each just choose a game. Here is we here choose a team. Okay. We'll we'll pick a couple here. There's there's four games this weekend. Uh we can bet them uh, you tell me what your gut is. We got the Seattle Dragons at the D.C. Defenders. Seattle coming in as an a big underdog mm-hmm. based on absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, I tried to look up some of these rosters, by the way. Yeah. I don't know any of these players. Like These are not some retreads. These are some dudes who have been sitting at home mm-hmm. for a while or they're like right out of high school. I don't know any there's of these players. There's
1: a couple players. names here and there. I, literally, there's probably like less than 12 that would even most – like general fans would even be like, "Oh, I think I know that guy."
0: I think you're getting a lot of AAF players. Mm-hmm. Um and if you followed the AAF, you probably would have you know Michael a couple more.
1: Is the running back somewhere?
0: That's exciting?
1: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he might honestly, he might be the biggest name except for like Landry Jones, you know, it is uh Landry- I didn't see Landry
0: Jones on any of these on any <laughs> of these uh rosters. Think- That's a weird turn of events with Landry Jones actually because If you remember, one of the biggest players to come out of the original XFL was Tommy the Mad Ox Maddox, who ended up in Pittsburgh. So it's almost like Pittsburgh's Mm. giving back to the XFL Mm -hmm. by giving them a quarterback (laughs) who's probably the face of the thing. Um, I have a question for you. Can players do like he hate me jerseys this time around? No.
1: And in fact, going even one step further with that notion is that I think they're trying to distance themselves from that one season of the original XFL at all and like completely ignore it and act like it hasn't even, do, doesn't even exist.
0: Is this, is this some sort of conspiracy created by the great Oliver Luck? Cause <laughs> I have a thought on that. Oliver Luck is the father of Andrew Luck and Andrew Luck is
1: not playing in the NFL.
0: That's right, dude. <laughs> do you think Andrew Luck might become the face of the XFL? No. No. Could Oliver Luck, if it, if this league is flailing no. in three weeks, no. could he call in that favor? No,
1: no. You can't pay him enough money. He doesn't have to. He's like, son, I got you where you no. needed to go.
0: It's like, okay, dude, I'll play.
1: <laughs> Andrew Luck didn't want to play for the Colts making $20 million a year because he he was getting too hurt and banged up. You think he wants to play for $100,000 a year? To play on some shitty ass team with a whole bunch of guys who or can't his dad, play football to
0: make his dad a success? No, no I mean, he doesn't need
1: a, to make his dad a success.
0: I mean, there's no reason there's that no you reason. are. There's no reason that you're wrong. I just want. <laughs> I'm arguing for no reason. I just wanted to create some stir up some XFL shit. All right, so we've got the Seattle Dragons plus seven and a half at the DC Defenders. Chris, what do you like? Uh,
1: seven and a half. Yep. I got to go D.C. Defenders. I got to believe that the, with a name like Defenders, they've got a lockdown defense that will shut down the Dragons and clip their wings. <laughs> uh,
0: Going against your home team, huh? Yeah, wow. That's,
1: yeah. And uh, that's Orton, a big. Jim Zordos uh, hasn't proved to be a very good head coach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we, got, we got the Los Angeles Wildcats playing, I think, in the same field as uh, the ex-San Diego Chargers uh, at <laughs> the Houston Roughnecks. With June Jones' high-flying offense,
1: mm. uh, what's the line there?
0: You've got a. It's oh, sorry, it's minus five and a half for the home team Roughnecks.
1: Houston Roughnecks. Okay, yeah. Uh, also, um, L.A. Wildcats.
0: Yeah, I mean there are wildcats in those hills. I think they Is eat it, dogs.
1: What was the um? Wasn't the movie? Don't they eat
0: dogs? Isn't that the big thing? What oh, wildcats. It? Yeah, yeah. With
1: Goldie Hawn.
0: Yeah, she was the coach. Were they in and L.A.? I don't know if it was a yeah. I think so. I kind of get that confused. That's the one with like Woody Harrelson, and right? Isn't Woody Harrelson in that? Oh, and he might be. <laughs> and and Wesley Snipes like before White Men Can't Jump.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> Am Man, I, I wrong? I think Nipsey
1: Russell is in it as like the principal. It's I got like a this high school up. team that she comes in. And I got to look this.
0: Yeah, yeah. I believe there was a glorious. Okay, we got. Man, was I totally wrong on this? You were right about Nipsey Nipsey Russell. Wesley Snipes is in it.
1: Okay.
0: Woody Harrelson is in it. Okay. okay. So if you go back to Old Grantland, there's a there's a oral history of the making of this movie, and it is fantastic. It is well worth the read. Oh. Uh, we'll put it. I'll put it in the bio for uh, whenever we post us on Instagram again. Uh, it's a it's worth it's worth reading. It actually was, I think, Chicago, inner city Chicago, not, oh, okay. not LA, okay. but still,
1: it's gonna I be like weird it. though that well maybe it's just because it's so LA Hollywood making a movie called the Wildcats and then there's a team now that's called the Wildcats, but that's a stretch. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought I thought it was gonna be so. like a weird like tie in here. I think or something. I think
0: what it is is that there are fucking Wildcats that eat people's dogs in the hills <laughs> of fucking Los Angeles, <laughs> and people can so. relate.
1: I just thought Goldie Hawn was gonna come out at halftime or something and. <laughs>
0: <laughs> please. No, please. No, uh,
1: I'll take, but, I'll take June, Joan and the Roughnecks. Mine uh, is minus the points.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to do that too. I think in fact, I will lock that in. That's going to be an actual bet. Ooh, I place. The <laughs> Look, <laughs> uh, there are, Oh, before I get into this too far, well, let me finish these lines and then yeah. I want, I've one more bet for please you. Uh, lines. Tampa Bay Vi- Viper is a team that I feel like is mm. the, is the early season favorite to win it all. Um, I, I, Based on very little, uh, I know that they have, they've already sold a lot of tickets, I guess, at home, which is good. And they play with an offense that has a quarterback who's also a running back in Quinton Flowers. Wow. So I, th- I think that they're going to be doing some tricky shit over there. I'd, I'd expect mm-hmm. actually Lamar a wild card, Jackson. the Wildcat offense <laughs> over there. Uh, yeah. So, Should so, he uh, be the
1: quarterback of the Wildcats?
0: Right. That yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. It makes totally more sense. Uh, so, yeah. And Mark Trestman is the head coach. You know, Mark Trestman.
1: Yeah, yeah. Chicago Bears fame and uh, CFL. uh, I'm pretty sure
0: he's. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. He's been around. He's uh, a last coach. Yeah, the Argonauts.
1: That's all you can say for his resume. Yo, he
0: let me as coach Miami, Miami uh, Vikings, Buccaneers, Browns, Vikings, 49ers, Lions, Cardinals, Raiders, Dolphins, NC State, Montreal, Bears, Ravens, Toronto and now the Tampa Bay Vipers. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And that's a 40 year career right there, folks. He's like, he's so. like,
1: the, he's like the Eli Manning of coaches.
0: How about he's got the dopest double wide trailer? Like, I bet it's just <laughs> oh, tricked
1: yeah. out. Oh, yeah. It's he nice. Just, and he takes it to the next city. Everywhere he goes, he just picks it up and moves exactly.
0: it up. He pulls, pulls it up, pulls up his Ford F 150 and
1: <laughs> just doody. takes
0: it wherever he goes, back and forth <laughs> to Toronto or Montreal. Uh, <laughs> all right. So you so Vipers. I, Vipers against the Guardians. Guardians are the favorite, or no, sorry. The Vipers are the, fa- the road favorite, oh. uh, two and a half Who's in New York, which is the New York game is actually being played at MetLife. So they're, I think they only sell the lower bowl. So it'll be, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there won't, because I think that that the stadium holds computer. like 100,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. So you like the Vipers with me?
1: Yes, Vipers. Okay. All
0: in. Lastly, Tampa, f- but Tampa also least.
1: feels like a, a, a lower tier football team city. Right. Yeah. They they shouldn't have the Buccaneers. They should have an XFL team and they're going to be the best team in the. league. Yeah,
0: totally. I completely agree with that. Like they they they're the kind of city that would like that feels like a it feels like a like an arena football city. So like it's like Buffalo also should not have an NFL team. Anyway, last last but not least, uh, my favorite team name, the St. Louis Battlehawks. Go figure that one out. Whatever the fuck. Uh-huh. Is that like did a, a kid who likes GI Joe? A
1: Seattle name so it's like a play on the Seahawks except for it's the Battlehawks.
0: Oh, Battlehawk feels like something that like Snake Eyes flew. Like mm, oh I yeah, get yeah. the Cobra Battlehawk.
1: Or like from something from, from like a, a Game of Thrones or something. It's like release the yeah. Battlehawks.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh but they are. It is St. Louis, and so okay. St. Louis has got a team back, which is nice. They're yeah, playing at the sure. Dome in America Center, that sure. shithole. Nice. And And uh, they're playing against. Oh, sorry. They're not. Play, they're on the road in Dallas against the Renegades. Renegades are huge favorites Ooh. at home, minus seven and a half. Who you like?
1: It's tough to go against Bob Stoops and Landry Jones. Then
0: that's true. Uh,
1: they're on the road, so Dal- I'll take Dallas at home minus the points. I guess.
0: I, th- I think you're right. So we've got Dallas. Even though I, By- might,
1: I might be feeling St. Louis a little bit this year now, then too, maybe as a good team to bet on for the season.
0: Okay. So glad you mentioned that. Team futures, Chris. Mm-hmm. St. Louis is long, plus uh, 1,000. Okay. They're, in fact, St. Louis is the second to worst team predicted is in this the league. Worst? Yeah. So you've got Dallas yeah. is the, the really, top at really plus 350, them. and and Seattle is the worst at plus 1,200.
1: Okay. So maybe I'm going Houston with June Jones and and Tampa with whoever they've got. As Plus
0: nine hundred, I like right. it. That right. feels like a good sneaky bet. Mm. Mm-hmm. But they are in the same division as Dallas <laughs> and Los Angeles Wildcats. It's anybody's. It's There's anybody's divisions. game.
1: There's no yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. have divisions.
0: It's conferences. Sorry, not uh, divisions, whatever. but yes, it's, it's conferences. Day. Yeah, that's it. That Eastern Conference is going to be a real dog. But mm. the uh, but the Western Conference with the mm. Houston and Dallas, hawks those there. great West cities of Houston and Dallas, <laughs> you know, America. Uh, all right. So I'm going to place those bets and throw, and then punch myself in the dick and dump money down the drain. Yep. That's great. the plan.
1: Well, at least your wife won't be able to take the money then.
0: Chris moving away from the XFL and into something that actually matters. The trade deadline is happening as yes. we speak. Taft, in fact, I taft. think it was, I think, wasn't it one, wasn't it one hour ago?
1: 3 p.m. Eastern time was the
0: deadline. and the and the deadline. I think closed with a Mo Harkless deal. Am I crazy? Yeah, going the, to the Knicks. The Knicks. Mo Harkless comes back to New York.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Gets to play for the Knicks. That's exciting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you here? Are you talking? Yeah, I'm here. Why? you sound so far away.
1: I don't know. Not sure. Mm. I was just letting you okay. talk.
0: Well, I've been doing time. plenty of that.
1: Chris, uh, yeah, Mo Harkless goes back to the Knicks. Clippers get uh, Marcus Morris. Uh, Knicks also get uh, the Clippers' first-round pick, I believe, this year.
0: Wait, so so I'm I'm confused. So who gets who? Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas go to the Clippers. Yes. That's exciting for Isaiah Thomas. I'd yeah, love to so. see him stick it to everyone. Yeah, I'd like the to rumor sk- is now
1: that they're going to, he, they won't retain him.
0: They'll flip him or they'll yeah, just dump him.
1: Or just dump him, maybe, I guess, which is, I think is weird then. Why would you trade yeah, for him if you're just going to dump him?
0: That poor bet. I don't know how any of those expirings work. I don't really get yeah, any yeah. of that. Anyway. But, but Chris, do your best, Woj, and tell me who you think is the winner and loser of this trade deadline <laughs> and why.
1: I don't think anybody won this year. I think most of these trades I was looking at like are just kind of stupid.
0: I feel bad for D'Angelo Russell.
1: Uh I feel bad for the f- yeah, for him and for the Golden State Warriors for making that deal and taking Andrew Wiggins. Ugh.
0: Andrew but they got they got first round protected, yeah, I
1: think. Yeah, next year like top 3 protected maybe, so that's not a bad deal and apparently they think 2021 draft is better than this year's draft. Yeah,
0: that's the that's but You're the... still
1: having like at least what four more four years of Andrew Wiggins?
0: Yo, I mean Andrew Wiggins is a dude I just don't pay attention to at all. Like I think he has good games once in a while. I never thought like Minnesota was any good. I'm excited for D'Angelo Russell anywhere he goes. He'll mm-hmm. still flourish. I he's understand. still gonna be good in Minnesota. And so there, that was buddies
1: with, with towns, so it makes them happy to Oh it's a be good
0: at pickup for them. And I think that this is like this is their modern age Starberry and uh, and and uh, and KD, right? Or KG. Yeah. Like this is the they'll have a team that's like semi-competitive that has mm-hmm. a couple players that people have can anxiety. root for. And that's all they deserve. So I think there you have a winner and a loser, right? You've got Minnesota. I feel like one. Sure. And I feel like, I feel like golden state. I don't understand. I feel like they gave up a lot to Philly too. Uh,
1: they gave up a lot to Philly.
0: You don't think so. You don't think Alec Burke's having a nice season. He is. And Glenn
1: Robinson is, but I mean, they got like what three second round picks back. I, I think they were just looking to dump salaries in that case. And, and I thought it was a nice trade for the Sixers. Just try to salvage something out of this with two players who could at least shoot some threes for them. To to maybe I guess. I mean,
0: I wanted Bertans hands or someone like a value, and I and we've had Glenn Robinson. Yeah. So I was like, yeah,
1: I, yeah, but I, you know, they were obviously they're limited. The, you know, the, the you know there wasn't much they were gonna do. And I think that whole team in general it probably needs a huge facelift anyway at this point in time, in my opinion. Get rid of Embiid. Uh, who would you rather trade? Would you rather trade Embiid or Simmons?
0: Embiid, I'm. T- yeah. I don't like him, man. He plays like a fucking slug. Yeah. He just slogs all around. Yeah. Plays whenever he feels like it. Right. He looks out of shape. He looks fucking tired. Yeah. I mean, dude came back from fucking having like three weeks off and like looked like he'd been like sitting in front of a TV. Like yeah. I just. Eaton, I, yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm just. I'm ready to fucking release. I don't see any fire in that guy, and he. And clearly, like, there's no love there between him and Simmons. So I don't, they, I mean... That
1: I, team looks like they play, there's five guys on the court playing individual basketball.
0: Well, I mean, I would get rid of fucking Tobias Harris before I'd get rid of anyone. That dude's fucking useless and I'm fuck... Like, he, he's Alec Burks. Like, he, he's just a dude who had a good late career push. Yeah. He can't consistently hit a fucking three-point shot. And he's got nowhere to be. And he's like he
1: needs like like I think he proved it when he was on the Clippers. Like he needs a more consistent, like he needs to be the guy with the ball in his hands to be like to be consistent. He needs to to be on a shitty team. Right? He needs more consistency and sort of be the guy to sort of make to to give you though that production that that you were thinking you would get, and you obviously you're not. Let me ask you this question, Chris, because I have a hypothetical, and this might lead to a couple other ones too, because uh but I'll I'll just I'll start with this. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Would you trade right now if you could if the if the deadline was still open, would you trade Tobias Harris for Chris Paul?
0: Yeah, I fucking I wanted Chris Paul.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I he, he he's I such hate a,
1: Chris Paul. I hate him too, but, but I, I, I think
0: like for the I've been watching a lot of OKC this year. I'm sorry I have. Ooh. They're really fun to watch. <laughs> but they are they like he he just has like an incredible handle. He is like mm-hmm. the, when he has the ball in his hands, he makes plays happen. And yeah. honestly. Where I think the biggest fuck-up was is letting fucking Jimmy Butler go. Like, if Jimmy Butler's still on this team, we're in good shape. But, they're, but they were so quick to let him go because he's too weird or whatever the fuck. I'm not sure he wanted they, to
1: stay there either, though, right? I, maybe I,
0: not. I don't know the inner workings of it. And I actually like the Al Horford pickup. And I still think Al Horford has, if he'd stop shooting threes, has a chance to, like, but
1: be him a shoot decent threes. player. They're, they're making I know, because they, they're
0: trying... They're trying to space the floor. right? I know. And You're right. They
1: basically, they turned him into like Ryan Anderson, who just shoots yeah. threes and doesn't do anything else. And that's not like you need to put like with, with Boston. It was a lot of pick and rolls and like pick and pops. Right. And like that's his strength. It's like he's really good at outside shooting, but he used to sort of swing the ball around or, or use a screen game with Al Horford. And that's where he's really effective. And they're not doing that at all.
0: What I like about Al Horford is that he does not get fucking in his head. Like, he will shoot himself out of a slump. And I think you have to do that in the NBA. Yeah, but like, I, think, I yeah,
1: because I think he knows. He understands the game. And like, yeah,
0: like, but I don't think you don't it. see that happen with the other players on this team. I, they're poorly coached. Let's just fucking they are. Uh, call a spade a spade. Like, they're just poorly coached. That like, it's tough. It's fucking overdue. I don't think it's these like... guys
1: are listening to him at all. I don't think they're playing for him at all. No. They're just trying to no. play basketball on their own terms. Yeah, that's I think... really sad. And like, if they're smart, I agree with you. They'll trade Embiid uh, this summer. They should have done it at the deadline here because I think they would have gotten a big haul. And I think a big yeah. shakeup in the middle of the year would be something that no one does. But I think right. they should have done it. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be lucky if they can get a top four, four or five seed. I think the 6 yeah. seed right now is is probably where they're going to end up which
0: is fine. That's I mean fine. the I, the thing is is like they they match up well against Boston. Sure. They, they they can beat Maybe. they can beat any of these teams yeah. so
1: but my problem though is once they get to the playoffs they have no discipline. They have no they their defense lags greatly from time to time. Uh, they don't do like the little things like hustle and those things and kind of get back. They don't
0: have the veteran and, fucking dicks either. They don't have they don't have J- that, like, JJ like, there someone
1: like Miami or like Boston is just going to sort of outwork them in the playoffs. And, 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 and it's like even though they've had success in it during the regular season against Boston. Do
0: you know, remember the team? Do you remember what, like when Philly first made that push and they pl- had that first round series against Miami and Miami was just. Fucking yeah, physically,
1: physically yeah, abu- yeah. abuse them, yeah.
0: and they stepped up. Yep. This team would not step no, up to that. Fold. This team would back the yeah. fuck down yep. from that. Yeah,
1: yep. they're not going to care.
0: They're not going yeah. to care. They, they don't care. They honestly, I don't like. They're kind of like just, like, I. Listen, anything can happen. It's still the second half of the season. This, sure. they made some moves. I think it was necessary, but I'm, I'm not optimistic right now. At the way that, like. Philly has start has played since Embiid's been back. I was very optimistic with the way they're playing when Embiid wasn't there. It was eye opening.
1: Yeah, the stats the stats back it up too. With Embiid like not on the floor, and they're a much better team, and they're a much better the offense is a much better offensive system and stuff or whatever with Embiid there. I agree. You got to get rid of them, I think at the end of the year, I think they will, or at least they'll at least at least consider it. I, it's really hard, I think, for those teams to like give up on players like that. But I think there's probably at least fifteen to twenty teams that would drop a, a hat would trade for. Yeah. Give up a lot. They would give up a lot. And and players and draft picks. And I think that would be the perfect scenario for them.
0: Me, too. All right. Let's as far as your can losers, and
1: losers, Chris, I, I, you know, listen, I, I think you're right. I think you're spot on. I think it's I think it's uh, Minnesota and it's it's D'Angelo Russell are the winners. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those are and the, I don't. And the losers are uh, uh, the uh, man. You know what? I'll, you know what? The losers are the Lakers.
0: Really, I was gonna say the winner was the Lakers. Well, here's they're they're
1: gonna they're gonna do, and like a lot of teams will hopefully do this and give them at least a challenge with with picking up these waiver wire guys, you know, in the next week or something, whatever. Teams start cutting them and dropping them, but the Lakers, I watched Lakers versus San Antonio the other night, and the Lakers have a big problem, and it's it's because they can't. My my reason for their losers is they can't really do anything else except for hope for like J.R. Smith or Darren Collison, or whoever else you can imagine is going to get cut from one of these teams or signed as a free agent with them. Maybe makes a difference, but I'm not sure if that's an, even enough because at this point, watching them against San Antonio, when LeBron leaves the court, and this is Antonio Davis's team, they suck. Yeah. Like
0: well, he's, that's...
1: Antonio Davis is not a guy. Anthony is, Davis? Or, sorry, Anthony Davis. it's not, <laughs> it's not a Ant- guy.
0: Antonio Davis. <laughs> whoever
1: Antonio Davis is. He's a very nice guy, but he's not a good player. Uh, Anthony Davis is like he's like they, so. I mean, all those other guys are are scrubs, right? And they're they're G League. I league
0: like players. I like Kyle Kuzma. They're, I think that nice that's why they're nice
1: players, but they have no they when when LeBron left, they all turned into like G League players. They all made mistakes. They were all like throwing the ball away, turnovers, traveling, doing weird things like that. There's no it's weird. It's the, the effect that. Like LeBron had on him to me was sort of eye opening that he. made I think better in that sense in the game. In the, in totally,
0: and but those are LeBron's role players, right? Like those are right. that Danny Green, like uh, Javale McGee, the, uh, Dwight Howard. Those are LeBron role players. Those are not role players that want to play with fucking AD. They need LeBron out there, like yes. trying to like win the fucking assist, the assist leader championship. Right. Like uh, LeBron to me is by far the MVP of this season. So like. And, and maybe it won't end up that way. Maybe he's not gonna stay healthy. But I think you just pointed out something to me that makes me even feel like that is the case even more, is that like if LeBron's if LeBron's not on the court and they're not succeeding with a fucking with an, an all NBA player, then Yeah. Then then I don't think they
1: can make that up. Like I don't think they could have traded for anybody either necessarily, but I don't think they can make that up with especially with all these other guys who might be they might be able to pick up as free agents to like to give them a sort of a score because, and and I'll give you the example here I think this is perfect uh, it explains it is that Anthony Davis on the Pelicans probably had the same problem right like he can't right. initiate an offense in a system and and sort of be the main guy he's just he's just kind of not that player like like Giannis. You know, and, and the Greek freak in, in 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 Milwaukee is like that guy's a point guard, and he can yeah. kind of do a little bit of everything, right? So they could run the offense through him. Anthony Davis needs somebody to get him the ball and set him up. Otherwise, he was he was sort of like floating off, like just inside the three point line a lot, and like doing like he, if you gave him the ball, I don't think he can create by himself. And now watching, I also watched the other game it was Milwaukee against uh, the Pelicans, and it was a great, it was a lot of fun. Both of those teams. That was a fun. fun game. Pelicans, though, was, was like, now without Anthony Davis, they can run this up-tempo offense that, that Gentry wanted to play. Like, they opened up the offense more, and it makes it a, a better offense. So now with Anthony Davis in, in L.A., and then him trying to be the guy with, with all these other, you know, role players, it just, it's just, it's like if, God forbid, if something happens to LeBron James, because that team will lose this in the Fox. first round.
0: Yeah, it's funny because I, I I'm looking at the top of this division. I still don't love I mean, I think both L.A. teams are great. I, I don't love the fucking Nuggets. I don't love the Jazz. The Rockets are always interesting. Yeah. But the Thunder Mavs and Grizzlies are all great. The Blazers are starting to like come together a little bit. And yeah. Won me a lot of money lately. Thank nice. you, guys. Uh, but the, then you got the Pelicans just sitting there and and they didn't move Drew Holiday They've got Zion, mm-hmm. JJ Reddick's never missed a playoffs. Like, is there a chance that they're pushing themselves into think, that eight or are seven they, are seed?
1: They ten games out.
0: They are yeah, the seed. Uh, out of out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Out of the eight seed, they're only six games out. Well,
1: only six. Okay, so they they've been making a run now, especially since Zion. But I think a little bit before Zion, they've started winning more games and losing. I think so. Yeah, they've they've been making a push. It's it's a big push, I think, to make the rest of the year. But I I kind of feeling like they probably can actually. As long I fucking as Zion is healthy except for now he has a, he has a toe issue or something so he's not playing in one of the next games or something so he that's just so going,
0: I but I still think they can win without him. I love fucking win. Brandon I think, Ingram. Yeah. I think that they're like they're so, they're they they are exactly what I wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're the team with Zion that I wanted them to be. Yep. Like I I'm, I'm so excited for them. I uh, I also am excited for the Grizzlies. They're playing really fun Man, basketball I, right now too and they're playing with the chip.
1: I want to really start watching them more cuz yeah. they seem cool. Grizzlies are
0: Grizzlies right now are must are must watch Blazers are kind of fun right now. I like to watch and uh, and Thunder have been great. Honestly, last night that fucking Raptors Pacers finish was was Mm -hmm. worth the price of admission. I fucking hate Kyle Lowry. I fucking hate Nick Nerds, but shit, he might be a great coach. And it's just like I'm
1: still gonna. Oh, so, so early on, I think we both we both were like off of Toronto, and and you might have even said they weren't going to make the playoffs, and I wasn't. Even I did sure. say that. And I, I was sure if they that. were going to or they're going to be a low C two. They might make the playoffs, but I'll still hang on to my guns here and say that they will be out in the first round. I I don't think they're a playoff team. I think they're good okay. for the regular season. And I think push comes to shove, and the same thing with Oklahoma City. But you can tell me, you can tell me better about Oklahoma City since you've been watching them.
0: Uh, I think that they've, they're the, they, they actually have. I mean, they've got, they've got Donovan there, who Mm -hmm. apparently is actually a good head coach. He's Mm -hmm. done a fucking great job of coaching this team, Uh, and I think that he will game plan well in the playoffs. And I also, don't think if they ended up in a in a playoff battle where they're playing against a team like. The Jazz. I think they can beat the Jazz. I mean, they, I don't think they could be. I think Houston would fucking give them a run for money. So it's all sort of depends on where they end up being seeded. But I don't think anybody expected this team to make the fucking no, playoffs.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. No, I also I, it's a huge, I, it's a huge testament to them for, for for playing with and and, and winning as many games as they have already because I, I don't think anybody had them anywhere close to the playoffs.
0: Chris, I have one final uh, take. Uh, And this came to me the other night while I was playing darts in a lonely bar in Pittsburgh with uh, the intern. Um, Brad Stevens is Pete Buttigieg. (laughs) They're the same dude. I'm not convinced they've ever not been in the same room together. They're the same (laughs) guy. I was like, why don't I like Mayor Pete? And I was like, oh, it's because he's Brad Stevens. That's that's the main reason. It's crazy.
1: They could be brothers, I think.
0: They might be brothers. They're the same same kind of nerd. Mm -hmm. I can't get with them. (laughs) You hate nerds? <laughs> no, I don't hate nerds. I well, I don't know. Maybe I do. Anyway, you ready to wrap this up?
1: Yeah, but Chris, I got I got two things for you here. Well, it's the same okay. thing. So, but I got two. I think I've. I think, and we were just talking about Chris Paul going to the Sixers. But I think I've actually, if the if the deadline was still open, I had I I found a way to trade Chris Paul to two different teams. Let's hear it. And I want your opinions on these one. Okay. If, if I think and like I know you have issues with the Utah Jazz, you know, like their team, and I don't, I'm not really that fond of them either necessarily, especially for a legit playoff team. But if the Jazz wanted to make a legit run this year, I think you would have traded Mike Conley for Chris Paul.
0: Oh, Mike Conley's dog shit, dude. Right? I don't think that. I don't think anyone would. Do, I don't think people would take Mike Conley at this point.
1: But he's has got but... one less year than Paul, so then. So then Oklahoma City just gets out of that contract quicker. You probably have to give them up, up a couple. But
0: they're weeks. only, it's only two years of Paul after this year, right? Yeah, like it's only I think two that years. they can,
1: it's not bad actually all of a sudden yeah. now, you know, like you're not too far into this contract and all of a sudden it's not that bad of a contract anymore.
0: Yeah. He's putting asses in the seats. Right. I, I mean, I don't think, I don't think Donovan Mitchell and Chris Paul can play together. That's, that's my oh. issue, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe then that opens up Donovan Mitchell to be a true shooting guard. Okay. And then you can get rid of fucking Joe Inglis. Who's a piece of human garbage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I love Rudy Gobert. I actually like that fit really well for this team. I so yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, My, and
0: I don't hate. I don't hate Mike Conley. I I just don't think this is the offense for him. I think he needs old, big, lumbering, fucking guess all and whatever else. Like he needs to yeah, pick think, and roll offense. Just,
1: yeah, I just I don't think he's the player he even kind of was trying to be at some point in time. Right? Like, I uh, yeah,
0: I think he might be the player that we all thought he was going to be yeah, coming yeah, out of right. Ohio yeah, State. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So. My other destination for Chris Paul, though, and I think this one really puts this team over the top because I have issues about them being an actual legit uh, uh, championship. Okay. Let's trade Chris Paul to the Milwaukee Bucks for for uh, Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and like I think Urson Ilasova is the only way you can make the contracts work. Basically. I mean, I
0: I'd, I'd, I think Drew Bledsoe is a piece of shit. Uh, I don't. I mean, I think. I think getting rid of him makes Drew the Bucks Drew Bledsoe's cool. Man. All
1: right, Drew Bledsoe's nice. He's a good quarterback. All right.
0: <laughs> sorry, Bledsoe Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. Bledsoe, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Antonio <laughs> Davis.
1: <laughs> 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 I like Antonio Davis. Actually, by I mean, time. I'm. He's
0: I'm. I'm, I'm. I'm certainly going to watch the Sixers Bucks tonight. Uh, and I, I think, will. I will keep an eye on just on that team, just on the Bucks, and see if if I feel like there's. If if that team would have been improved by Chris Paul, I'm not sure that those personalities work, but maybe
1: I think Giannis is the perfect player to sort of uh, keep Chris Paul because it's not Chris Paul's team; it's Giannis's team. But he also has that he has that drive and determination that I think could match and get along with Chris Paul. And Chris Paul right. just sort of gives them. He's the guy who could play a little defense, like you said. He could, he could dribble. He could sort of be a secondary point guard when when you don't need Giannis to be it. Uh, and and he can you know he can kind of shoot the threes and and I think it's a he's a better version of of Eric Bledsoe basically, right? Well, he's just a little he might be a little slower and not as explosive, but you don't need that with that Milwaukee team. And I think I think it just it gives them a better all around fit. And, and Eric personnel.
0: Bledsoe, Jabari Parker, Drew or not uh, what's his name? Um, Gordon, whatever, which Gordon? But one of the boring Gordon, Eric Gordon. They're all the same player to me. They're just guys that like. Can have a decent night here and there, right. but they're just not consistently yep. good. Right. And I think that I mean that's a huge upgrade. That would be a huge upgrade. And thank and, God and it didn't you, happen. But
1: you you get a couple more years of, of Chris Paul with that huge contract, but I think you have to go all in on something like that to try to to try to really capitalize on on Giannis in the Bucks window.
0: I agree. Mid- Middleton's for real. He just he he, he is. He just is. He, I hate to admit it. He might it. be overpaid,
1: I, but he's undervalued. I think as a player.
0: I don't like that extra H in his name, but other than that, he's okay. He's basically if our <laughs> names were combined, it would be Chris Middleton. Like it's it's basically Chris Amundsen <laughs> yeah. and Chris Merseth as one name. <laughs> we're just Chris Middleton. Chris Mertelson.
1: All right. I think that's it. Cool. Yep.
0: Uh, you have yourself a wonderful day and you listeners have yourself a wonderful week.
1: Yeah, and
0: go XFL. Go XFL. XFL!